It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Garrett Wilson. Wow! What a catch! Touchdown, Jets! That kid's amazing. Gibson on the return. Near side. I don't see any flags. Gibson inside the 30. Hits the Jets. And he's going to go! Jets win it! Touchdown, rookie Xavier Gibson. Game over. Allen has time. Intercepted. Sauce Gardner's got it. Allen tripped up. He could not get past Jermaine Johnson. Oh, look at the speed of Brees Hall. He's done it again. Brees Lightning, 62 yards for the touchdown. And he's sacked again by Quinn Williams. What a beast. Number 95 for the Jets. Listen, thank you. This is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at PlayLikeJet1. And it's time to start discussing the 2024 NFL Draft. I had hoped that we could wait a while to do this, that the Jets would still be in the mix for a playoff spot deep into the season. But alas, of course, that is not how things have played out this year. Everybody beginning to talk about the NFL Draft. So I thought it would make sense to, on a weekly basis now, start updating you on what's going on with player draft stock and certain options the Jets may have at a variety of different positions and so to do that nobody better than my friend Walter Cherapinski the owner and founder of WalterFootball.com the OG of online year-round draft content Walt what's up brother hey Scott thanks for having me on and yeah we could have started discussing the draft with the Jets after the fourth play for the scrimmage on the offense uh, earlier in the year so yeah, uh, better late than never, um, and uh, yeah, excited to dig into the draft for the first time this year. 
You really know how to rub it in, don't you, Walt? <laughs> well, look, I, I, I appear on your on your show every week to post picks, and I, I've been on the Jets more often than I should have, and uh, they've ended up costing me, I think, more than any other team this year except for the Patriots. Uh, so I am a little little salty, especially after that last game against Atlanta. I thought they'd win and get back into it, but apparently not. I think I think that was the official end of the the season, even though we kind of knew it was over to begin with. So, Walt, let's dive in, and we're going to do some broad strokes today. As each week goes on, we'll get a little more in-depth. But I thought this was interesting. Brandon Thorne, who I think a lot of people know for his offensive line work with Bleacher Report, he does a fantastic job. He's one of the best out there at breaking down offensive linemen. He has said that he thinks that this is one of the deepest offensive line classes he's seen in years. He's also said that he thinks there could be double-digit offensive linemen taken in the first round. Charlie Campbell, your guy over at WalterFootball.com, has his latest mock draft up. It just came out. The Jets right now picking at number six. He has him taking an offensive lineman, but it's not a name that you've heard connected to the Jets so far. Makai Becton, fairly likely to not return at the end of this season. Sounds like, by all accounts, neither he nor the Jets think it makes sense for that relationship to continue. So they probably go their separate ways, which would mean the Jets would need two new starting tackles. They could get one at the sixth pick or wherever they end up picking. And then, of course, there's possibilities of a trade down. We've heard whispers about Devontae Adams, too. But you have to figure that the most likely scenario, especially considering Joe Douglas's background, would be an offensive lineman in the high first round spot that they're going to have. Talk to me a little bit about what Brandon Thorne said the possibility of double-digit offensive linemen going in the first round and how deep this offensive line class is. It is a great uh, offensive line class, especially for tackles uh, in the first round. Um, I, I think that double-digit linemen could be possible. Right now, in my mock draft, I have seven going, um, but that could be more. Um, I think it's just a, a matter of uh, finding needs for them. But, I mean, you could argue that any any almost any team needs offensive line help, really, and I th- I think that's like we we talked about this last week on your show where um, the scoring is down across the league, and a lot of that is teams or quarterbacks, but I, I think a secondary um, a symptom of that is the bad offensive line play throughout the league, and I, I think we really need this sort of draft class to get a better a better protection for these quarterbacks. So. Um, yeah, they, there are there are a lot of uh, athletic players, uh, athletic tackles uh, in this class, and um, you could easily see two going in like the top six, for example. Um, so the Jets may not even get uh, their their pick of the litter at number six. So I mean, we'll see where they end up ultimately. But uh, yeah, that, I mean, they they could get the second best tackle. Whereas like last year, uh, all the first round tackles were off the board uh, by the time they were on the clock at fifteen. Uh, so that didn't quite work out for them. Um, but in, unless they start winning late uh, for you know, for no reason at all, kind of mirroring what happened before the Trevor Trevor Lawrence uh, draft, uh, you know, I, I think that they should be able to get a really good blocker for Aaron Rodgers, which is exactly what they need. You know, in that game where he got with Rodgers got hurt in the fourth play, I mean, they were allowing pressures uh, like right away. You could see, you could already see the 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 problems with the Jets with their protection. So that is definitely something they have to target. And uh, yeah, they'll be able to do that in this class. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. (laughs) 
Chumba. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. A lot of people have talked about Olu Fashanu, the left tackle for Penn State. Joe Alt, the tackle from Notre Dame, who is a converted tight end. And so those are the guys that everybody's been focusing on. But there's some other possible options here for the Jets if they don't get one of those two guys or if they trade down. Maybe even if they were to make some sort of crazy move where they were to jump back into the first round, if they were to move down, get a second round pick, or of course, if there was a scenario where they traded a future pick to move into the back end of the first round, if they saw an opportunity, talk a little bit more about some of the other offensive linemen that could be options for the Jets as possible day one starters at the tackle position. Uh, yeah, so I mean, you, you mentioned Olu Fashano, uh, Joe Alt. I, I have Joe Alt going to the Jets in in my mock draft at number six. Uh, Charlie Charlie has him going a couple picks earlier. Um, uh, other other than that, I mean, you have J.C. Latham. I have him going to Washington at number four. Um, he's he's pretty athletic for a tackle. I, I mean, he may he, like he could play guard as well. I think. Um, I, I just I just kind of have him going to Washington because he's an Alabama player. <laughs> like, just because like Washington just drafts Alabama players, There's, like nothing else behind that pick right now. And we'll we'll get more inside info as the uh, draft uh, gets near. But I, I just thought that was like kind of a funny fit. But um, I, so Charlie has the Jets taking Kingsley Suomataya from BYU, uh, very athletic uh, a tackle um, for you know someone his size, and it kind of like goes with something. Yeah, the, the sort of prospect that uh, Joe Douglas has drafted, I think that, that it would be an ideal fit there. Uh, Amarius Mims from Georgia, I have a number eight to Tennessee. Um, he's he has a huge skill, great skill set, tons of upside. Um, he's another sort of player that the Jets uh, could draft as well. Uh, even if, if they trade back or something like that, like uh, Tyler Guyton uh, from Oklahoma, I think it makes sense. He's he also has really good athleticism for his size. Um, he's a pretty big blocker too. Um, so yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, you can, you can go deeper like Graham, Graham Barton, um, another, uh, trade down candidate. I have him going 30 to Baltimore. So like, it, you know, if the Jets had a second round pick, they can maybe move into the first round to get him, but yeah, it's like they would have to trade down. And so I don't really see them going with the sky. He's just another guy who could go in the first round. So 
Um, yeah, there, there are just so many offensive linemen available, um, and the Jets should be able to get someone they want. Maybe maybe not their top choice, but maybe their number two guy. And when you talk about pass catchers, there are people that have said that Marvin Harrison Jr. is the best receiver prospect to come into the draft since Calvin Johnson, and that was a long time ago. He's a generational-type wide receiver prospect, people have said. There is, of course, Brock Bowers, who some believe is a better prospect than Kyle Pitts was a couple of years ago. We've seen what Sam Laporta, who is picked 34th overall by the Detroit Lions, has done this season, currently on pace for 1,000 yards and around 10 touchdowns as a rookie, a major difference maker for the Lions. And obviously the Jets could use somebody like that who day one could step in and help a 41-year-old Aaron Rodgers produce on offense, especially after what we've watched with this horrendous offense this year. There's other guys too, Roe Madunze, obviously, from Washington, Malik Neighbors and Brian Thomas Jr. from LSU, Keon Coleman from Florida State. So deep receiver class here and quite a few guys that could go in that top 15 range. Talk a little bit about the pass catchers here. Yeah, I think outside of tackle, I think receiver, um, and maybe, I guess, quarterback, depending on um, how you feel about the top guys. Like receiver is probably the next best position. So, um, yeah, the Jets should be able to get uh, a great receiver if they address tackle uh, through free agency um, or, or via trade. So um, if, if they don't end up getting Devontae Adams, as the rumors uh, say, then obviously Marvin Harrison Jr. would be an option. Should they, um, should they be in position to take him? I just don't know if he's going to be there. Like, I think he's going to be in the top three. Yeah, I think you're going to have the two quarterbacks and then Marvin Harrison uh, Jr. Um, going in, in that order. Um, but you know, if, if Harrison is off the board and I, I agree that he's kind of like the, the sort of generational talent at the position he's, you know, he's a huge receiver, six forward, but he's also a mismatch weapon kind of like Calvin Johnson was. So, but yeah, Brian Thomas jr. Um, big receiver, great athleticism, amazing upside. Like there, there is a huge buzz right now about him. Um, we've, we moved him into the top 10. Um, I am going seven to the giants. I believe Charlie has him around the same range. Um, so he uh, he's someone else. Emeka Ibuka um, from Ohio State is another uh, receiver. I think that should be a first round pick. Malik Neighbors. Uh, I moved them to up to number thirteen. He's a quick and athletic uh, receiver. Definitely um, first round uh, talent. Uh, Romo Dunze. Um, there's some concern with that with his separation ability. Um, so I, I think that there's a chance that he goes late first round, but I have him going second round. But I, I think you can make the case for him in the first round. Keon Coleman, a big receiver, a, a good, good quickness, uh, good ball skills with him. Um, Xavier Worthy is another guy, a very shifty receiver. I've been going early second round, so not quite first, but you know he could get there as well. Um, there, are, there are a couple other guys who could maybe make it to the first round, but those are the primary uh, receivers. And then you mentioned Brock Bowers. Um, I think he's the top 16 pick. Um, he may go a little later than than uh, some would think because he's a tight end. I think that you know maybe Kyle Pitts has kind of left a bad taste in people's mouths. You know, he's drafted number four overall. You know, the the Falcons could have taken Jamar Chase or Jalen Watt or Michael Parsons, or you just keep going down the board. Um, and it's not like Kyle Pitts has been bad. But it's just like you know, tight ends are so limited unless you're Travis Kelsey or someone of that that caliber. Like you can't really justify a, a top ten pick, I don't think. That's that's just my opinion. But like I think that Brock Bowers can still go top ten. Um, but um I, I just think that uh, you know, tight ends having the the lower value, um, Bowers 
probably, I think, I have him going 14th of the Chargers, uh, but I think he's going to go, probably goes 8th to, eight to 14 in that range. But, you know, if, if the Jets end up taking Brock Bowers, wouldn't be crazy about it, but I think it would make a lot of sense to give Aaron Rodgers that sort of intermediate weapon that the Jets don't really have right now, unless you really like Tyrell Conklin, which uh, I don't. I don't, even though he won, he won us the prop bet last week. So at least I can say that about him. <laughs> Walt, I will say this. I thought this was interesting because you mentioned Devontae Adams, and that, of course, is a rumor. Nobody knows for sure that the Raiders are going to be willing to trade him, and nobody knows for sure that Adams is going to ask for a trade. We know he didn't want to play for Josh McDaniels, but McDaniels is gone. So we'll see what happens now with whoever the new guy is or if they keep Antonio Pierce, although I doubt that's the direction they ultimately go in. But if you look at the draft value chart here, the difference between the Raiders pick at number 11 and the Jets at number six. Now, bear in mind, this is going to change because the Jets and Raiders can both move up and down. But I'm saying just as of right now, the difference would be 350 points, which would be the 55th pick in the draft. So theoretically, the Jets and Raiders could do a pick swap and then maybe the Jets throw one of their fourth round picks in there as well or something like that. The Jets get Devontae Adams, move down a few spots, so they get their receiver. And then at number 11, they get one of those offensive linemen that you talked about. Might be a best-of-both-world situation if Devontae Adams becomes available. Yeah, I think that's uh, it's a pretty sharp uh, take on your part. I think that makes a lot of sense, um, especially with the, the Raiders being able to maybe uh, recoup a pick later or something. But getting Devontae Adams and a tackle, I think, is... Is, uh, is would be pretty great for uh, their aspirations of winning the Super Bowl next year. Um, and uh, with the tackle, so suddenly you're not going to get your number two choice, but maybe you get the, the third or fourth tackle on the board, probably the fourth or something. But, you know, maybe Joe Douglas would like a guy who's probably who may be available at number 11. Um, like, like, for example, like Charlie has Kingsley, Kingsley Sue and Mattia, uh to the Jets at number six, but I have him later in my draft just because like I, I just because I had CJ Latham higher and like I just had some trouble uh like fitting in fits and stuff like that and I've, I've, I've four quarterbacks going early so um if, if like if the four quarterbacks do go early suddenly um those are six players six other players that the Jets have to worry about you know if you have to think that one of them is going to be Marvin Harris Jr and you know if they get Adams they don't need him uh Brock Bowers too I think that there's a chance that he goes uh, in top 10 um, and then uh, you probably have two of the tackles, so that's, that's four out of the six. Uh, maybe Brian Thomas uh, Jr. is the fifth. Um, and then uh, and then you pr- probably have a, pr- a pass rusher, Latou, from uh, UCLA. Those are those are the six. So the Jets probably get their third, uh, the num- number three tackle, maybe the number four guy. So that, that trade really makes a lot of sense. And on the Raiders' end of things, it makes sense, too, because assuming – that they don't decide to go forward with Aiden O'Connell, which I think at this point is a fair assumption. Moving from 11 to 6 gives them the opportunity to jump a bunch of teams. Probably doesn't put them in position to take Caleb Williams or Drake May, but it could put them in position to take J.J. McCarthy or Jaden Daniels, which is something that they may want to do. Yeah, totally. Um, I, I don't think that Aiden uh, O'Connell is the, uh, the, the solution there. Um, so, yeah, I think they, they're definitely targeting a quarterback probably. I have them taking Jaden Daniels uh, in my mock draft at number 11, but I don't expect them to be there. It's just like trying to find uh, other other teams that can take quarterbacks in the top 10. But I, I think ultimately someone's going to trade up. And if it's not the Raiders, it could be, it could be the Buccaneers. Uh, it could be some other teams uh, that, that are really looking to uh, to get a quarterback. Um, 
And so I, I think that the Raiders would definitely be interested in uh, in moving up. And, you know, like if Devontae Adams doesn't want to play there, it makes a lot of sense for him to be one of the pieces in that trade. So I, I like the I like this trade for, for both teams. I think it makes a, a ton of sense for both the Jets and Raiders. And obviously if the Jets move up in the draft order, because Walt, as we record this, the Patriots defeated the Steelers, which means that the Jets could potentially move all the way up to number two if they lose out the rest of the way, because right now Arizona has three wins, but Kyler Murray is back. You have to figure there's a chance they win at least one more game. The Patriots play the Jets head on at the end of the season. I've joked several times at this point that I think what happens is the Jets and Patriots play that last game of the season and the Jets end up screwing themselves by beating the Patriots, which means they'd break the streak of losses to the Pats, but they would shove the Patriots into position to grab either Caleb Williams or Drake May and drop themselves back enough that they wouldn't be able to get the type of King's ransom for that pick that they would like because if they do wind up at say number two or number three and that quarterback is in play whether it's with somebody else for a bunch of draft picks or the Raiders now all of a sudden instead of maybe a pick swap and giving up something else maybe now it's a pick swap and the Raiders have to kick in a little something extra because the value jumps up so I think it's really interesting to see what happens here because the quarterbacks I think Walt have the potential to make that pick that they have very very valuable but I also think that the Jets should be looking quarterback not early because I think if we're talking practically we both understand you've got a general manager and a head coach that need to win immediately they don't care about drafting a quarterback very high that they may never even get to use because if they get fired it'll be for the next guy you've got an owner that just spent the most money in the league watch three quarterbacks picked in the top five fail in the last 12 years twice in the top three in the last five years they finally got this hall of fame quarterback who should be a can't miss solution they invested so much into him this has been the plan all along woody johnson is not going to approve of telling aaron Rodgers, hey guess what we have one pick in the top 60 we're going to draft a quarterback to sit behind you for two years when they decided to go all in to try and win with aaron Rodgers here no way and of course aaron Rodgers is never going to go for that we know that look at what happened and how angry he got with the jordan love situation it fractured that relationship to the point where it never recovered and obviously with the jets he's probably got a year or two i doubt it would be much more than that at 41 coming off an achilles so he's going to want to do everything he can to try and win in those last two years that doesn't include the Jets taking a quarterback to sit behind him after he had to stand there and watch the worst offense any of us have ever seen so I don't think the quarterback is in play early but I do think that the quarterback possibly being there helps him a lot whether it's a trade involving Devontae Adams or trading down and picking up a ton of draft picks the way that we've seen several times over the years including of course that Carson Wentz deal when the Eagles moved up to get him, when Jared Goff ended up going to the Rams, RG3 to Washington, there's a million different examples, Ryan Leaf to San Diego. So there's a lot of history there with teams moving up. But of course, it could be a Devontae Adams type of package. That said, the Jets could potentially look quarterback later in the draft, either with a day three pick or if they make a move down, pick up a bunch of extra picks 
then maybe they get somebody a little bit later on day two or earlier on day three if there's someone they like. So talk a little bit about how you think the Jets could leverage this pick around different quarterbacks and also some quarterbacks that may be in play for them later in the draft that perhaps they could sit behind Aaron Rodgers and try to develop that wouldn't be a major investment to the point where it would derail their plan and possibly upset Rodgers. Yeah, I think the only way the Jets take a quarterback early is if Aaron Rodgers has one of these trips and to the desert and just either <laughs> like doesn't come back or like or it comes back and like I'm done with football. And, you know, that, that's the only way um, that the Jets can't go quarterback. Doesn't really make much sense um, unless it's like if they're they're kind of playing chicken with the team and like they draft a quarterback to trade instantly. I, I just I don't see it. Doesn't make sense otherwise. So. Um, and, and, and yeah, you talked about how, uh, the Jets and Patriots play later. I feel like, you know, we always talk about like must wins at the end of the year. Like that's like a must loss because <laughs> if you, if you allow the Jets or if you allow the Patriots to lose that game, you know, they, they get their quarterback of the future and then the Jets, uh, get a worse pick. So it's like a, it's a two for one. Um, so the Jets almost have to lose that game. It's like, it's like, it would be even more devastating than losing out Trevor Lawrence. In favor of Zach Wilson, as bad as those <laughs> two games were. Um, so uh, I think that it makes a lot of sense to go quarterback later, as you said, um, just to develop someone because, you know, as, as we've seen, Zach Wilson doesn't appear to be the answer now. Like maybe he gets better coaching later. Um, he, he like he could develop like, G, like, for example, like Geno Smith eventually turned into um, a pretty decent quarterback, but it took a long time. It took a lot of coaching to do that. And like Zach Wilson's nowhere near that at the moment. So um, I think that the Jets, you're right. Like the Jets, the probably fourth, fifth rounds, probably the sweet spot. Like kind of reminds me of when, uh, you know, the Washington took um, Kirk, Kirk Cousins uh, in the fourth round after drafting Robert Griffin Jr. Uh, or the third, uh, not Jr., the third, um, with the uh, number two overall pick. Um and, and like the fourth, the fourth round is like kind of where you want to take your, 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 your premium back with quarterback anyway. So, um, we have a story on the site about Michael Penix Jr. Uh, for, for Washington. I don't think he's going to get there in the fourth round, but if, if they just love him enough, like maybe they trade up, uh, and you know, if they, if they get picks from, from moving down, like maybe they will have the ammunition to trade up for him, get like, and if he falls to the third round, like maybe get your quarterback in the future in the third round. Um, I think that that would make sense to me. Um, but if you know if you're looking um, with a fourth round pick, uh, maybe like a, a Joe Milton uh, from Tennessee. Um, he's not uh, like I think his accuracy needs to improve, but uh, he's he's got a huge arm and there's definitely potential there. Uh, he's a big guy too, six five. Uh, so I, I think he has uh, he's a shot to be good with uh, some good coaching. Um, Michael Pratt from Tulane is, uh, I think, uh, would be fourth round. I, I think that, um, that 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 makes sense. Uh, he's he's got some potential. He's a uh, nice size too. Um, and then uh, Jalen Daniels, another guy, I think is going to be early on day three. He's a quarterback from Kansas. Uh, he's a pretty accurate uh, thrower. Um, and uh, the, the some of uh, Charlie's sources said that like they they like his potential as. Um, you know, a guy who can do well, uh, but like they're, they're the only downside with him, I think. Well, I mean, one of the downsides is that like he has a history of back issues, but I, I think that's why he's going to be available day three. So I, I think it's worth a shot to take him there. So like someone, someone like someone like those guys, um, just the, I think the Jets absolutely have to get a quarterback in the mid rounds to develop. We're going to talk more and more about the different positions, 
different possibilities for the Jets each week here on the show with my buddy Walter Cherapinski of WalterFootball.com. Thanks so much for coming on, Walt. You know I always enjoy our conversations, especially about the draft, although, as I said, I wish we could have been talking about the draft later because it would have meant the Jets were successful this year. Unfortunately, we're talking about the draft in early December again. Hopefully next year that's not the case, but for now, we're diving in. We're starting to look towards the future, and that's what you're doing at WalterFootball.com with Charlie Campbell, right? Yeah, uh, we have 2024 NFL mock drafts that are updated every week. We have uh, 2025 NFL mock draft too. If you're lo- trying to look like like super ahead uh, to see what the Jets are going to do uh, after, hopefully uh, a, a Super Bowl um, in uh, tw- after the 2024 season. So we have that as well. We have draft prospect rankings that are updated every week. Uh, Charlie has uh, something called the Hot Press, where he has uh, we post stuff that he hears from sources around the NFL, the stock reports, big board. And then in addition to the draft, we have uh, picks against the spread, we have fantasy rankings, DFS content. We grade every signing, grade every trade. So, yeah, it's, it's all at WalterFootball.com. All the content's free. So, yeah, check it out. Check out everything Walter and Charlie are doing at WalterFootball.com. Check out everything we're doing at PlayLikeAJet.com and the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel. We've got some awesome All-22 breakdowns on our channel. So watch our videos and subscribe if you haven't already. YouTube.com slash PlayLikeAJet. Visit our store, tpublic.com. That's T-E-E-Public.com. We've got the John Franklin Myers, Quinn Williams, Bless You Thank You shirt, the Play Like a Jet logo shirt, caps, mugs, hoodies. It's all there, tpublic.com. That's teepublic.com and be sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on itunes if you haven't done that already easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing doesn't take you much time doesn't cost you any money but it goes a long way to help us out so if you could go ahead and do that for us we'd be quite grateful and for the latest and greatest in new york jets podcasts and content you know where to go that's play like a jet digital and play like a jet.com Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. 
No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.